The following episode of Fofop is classified MA. It contains some coarse language, some nudity, drug references, a sex scene, time travel, terrible Batman impersonations, a Charlie Clausen pronounced Clausen shaped hole, and mild coarse language. Fofop advises that the program is not suitable for persons under the age of 15, and minors must be accompanied by an adult guardian or priest. This is John Deke speaking. Everyone relax, this is Topop. Ironically, I'm not relaxed. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Fofop. I am Will Anderson and guest Charlie Clawson. Well, this is quite exciting actually. Scott Dooley is here and we're on my balcony I'm in very LA. excited. This is the inaugural balcony cast. Yeah, I've never done one on the balcony. Very like, exciting. Uh, uh, Dave Anthony and I have done it on the roof. Uh, I've done it with a few other guests at the kitchen table. We've done it on the balcony. Essentially, we're christening the place. This is. I'm going from room to room doing it with people. like one of those Facebook things where girls put, I like it on the floor. Right. You know, where they leave their handbag. for and, and I have podcasted um, <laughs> in a lot more rooms than I have fucked in, though. <laughs> Like, heaps more. <laughs> well, you, it's it's kitchen or nothing for you. Yeah, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's your thing. Because, and the only reason... Because I mistook bun in an oven yeah. when I was young. <laughs> and you've also always dreamed of Gordon Ramsay doing kitchen nightmares in your house. And you, you that's, that's the only way to get it dirty enough for him to clean it up. Right, yeah. Is it dirty enough now, <laughs> Gordon? You Is it dirty enough? There's chickens raw and you're fucked on it. Yeah, <laughs> I rubbed raw chicken on my penis. <laughs> that could kill me. How do you like this cock, Gordon? <laughs> no, you know what the thing was? I got my first erection uh, while reading Sylvia Plath. And since then, I've just always liked to have sex with a woman while she has her head in an oven. <laughs> and that's the end of today's podcast. Well, Thanks very much for fun. being part of this, dude. So. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've got a. Um, I think that people. Well, there's a couple of people on the Facebook page, and I'm going to take this as like a ringing endorsement of what everybody thinks, uh, who've been enjoying listening to the podcast because I've been doing it, and the house has got more and more furnished mm. as you know the podcast has gone on, mm. and so. Um, uh, yeah, to describe to the people at home, I now have a little balcony out the back of the apartment. Yeah, and. Uh, I put a couch. There's a couch on it. Like, it's an outdoors couch. It's got a real... Um, you know what it's like? This is the kind of couch where I'd accept a rose on The Bachelor. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's got a real nice... It does have a, vibe. It has a rose ceremony <laughs> aspect to it. Yeah. It's very much your... Like... <laughs> you, I, you're, Not final three. Right. Like, we're you, really early on. But you, you're wandering down... Through a path, I just you thought find my... me just sitting in the corner of the couch <laughs> for some reason in a suit. <laughs> I just thought my one-on-one date with Will was really great. We went horse riding, and I 
I could tell he was afraid of horses. They always put one of them in like, so what's your fear? Oh, horses. Just whatever we do, don't go near horses. Your one-on-one dates on a horse. Oh, well, so I had to pretend. <laughs> right. You've got to tell them. You've got to know that when you go into those shows, like when you're filling out the form at the start. Just go, I hate massages. Right. I hate, I hate being given massages. Like, I am freaked out. Like the more hands, the more freaked out I am. <laughs> and nudity. nudity. I am freaked out by nudity and Pretty massage. girls going down on me. They're my big fears. As long as they're not involved. I don't know if this is like a, a normal fear, but um, like, I don't, I don't know if this happens to other people. I'm terrified about it. But sometimes when a naked woman rubs her hand up and down my penis, Go on. white stuff comes out. It's gross. I'm terrified of it. Like, I can, like it's... Like it's, that's, I've that's, never felt that, this much fear. And that's where you get the poor, but <laughs> <laughs> Cassidy went very well in the hand job challenge. <laughs> I think that's more a beauty in the geek challenge, your hand job challenge. I think they're hand job girls. Do you know what I mean? Like your beauty in the geek girls are HJ girls. They are. That should be the challenge. You know, if they teach them the thing that they really know, you, you know, it's always <laughs> like the girls are meant to tell the boys about fashion and the boys yeah. will tell the girls about maths or whatever. Mm. They should really just like teach them how to give someone a hand Cut job. to the chase. Yeah. Got to spit on your hand. <laughs> <laughs> or on the penis. Or on the penis. Either, either way, way it's, it's like got lubricate. You've got to lubricate. That's the, that's the secret. <laughs> the Beauty and the Geek Girls, are, they're hustler to the Bachelor's Playboy, aren't they? Oh, yeah, you know what definitely. I mean in terms of the girls there's a lot of oh yeah there's yeah there's definitely like I mean if they in the old days if they were selling them in a service station there'd have to be black dots that had been stuck remember on them remember the black dots always over the tongue kids, which was still not touching anything I mean kids these days kids these days with their their world wide webs and their hardcore pornographies like they don't know what it was like to be a teenager where you would open up to where the the sexy place was meant to be and it was just a black dot well it wasn't a black dot it was a white dot because someone had screwed, peeled the black dot off oh that's and right it, yeah. yeah it was yeah yeah, yeah that's right <laughs> the torn paper but the black dot man yeah all, i remember the black dot i mean they were crazy dots oh, you, <laughs> you, you didn't know what was going on i mean the first time i was with a woman i expected to see a black <laughs> dot i did not know what to do. <laughs> Literally terrified. I just feel it's going to be hard for kids to, like, what are they finding an iPad in the bushes that's full of porn? On like, the railway track. Yeah. Someone's, someone's just discarded an iPad. I don't need this iPad they full of porn. They don't need two doors because they have their own devices that are linked to the World Wide Web. Oh, I see. And uh, then they can just download the hardcore <laughs> pornographies straight to their device. Speaking of The Bachelor. Yeah. I did a gig once and the cast of The Bachelor was there. What do you mean the cast of The Bachelor? The girls. Before it had gone to air, right. Osher uh, Ginsberg. Osher Ginsberg. You can listen to Scott Dooley on Osher Ginsberg's podcast. I'm going to give it a plug. I listen to it's a good podcast. Osher's podcast. It's mm. like, a, I really enjoy it. He talks to a lot of interesting people and he's got a really nice approach it's, to doing he, it. And also, if you like... Uh, one of the people who gets frustrated by the terrible sound problems that I have in this podcast when, no. I, when I plug in the microphones but forget to actually flick it, flick it over to the microphone setting. I remember that one. Like that. Yeah, I was on that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, listen to Osha's podcast because it's all produced and he does an intro and a... It's music. At the start of it, he does like a summary of what you're going to learn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. I'm not listening back to this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes if you're lucky, he can you choose which window you go through to find the guests. Oh, I, I chose Arch, right, and yeah. I got Reedy from Bondi Rescue. Oh, Reedy! But it's good. Yeah, he's got an eclectic mix. But he he was hosting the Australian version of The Bachelor. Yes, 
And he was at this gig and... Um, they never said his name, did they, on the show? Did they say... Oh, no, the girls at the end were starting to say Osho because he's changed his name. Like, people who don't know um, Osho Ginsberg, mm. uh, he, on television for a while, went under the name of... Andrew, uh, Andrew G. G. And so he was known, you know, like particularly when he was hosting Australian Idol and some shows like that as Andrew G. Mm. But then he changed his name for, for reasons of his own to Osher Ginsburg. Mm. And I, I know at least for the first few episodes of The Bachelor, they were very, very sus on anyone saying the words Osher Ginsburg. Really? Yeah. Like... Because you know normally when like the host walks in in one of those shows, <gasps> they all go, Tyra Mail. Oh, yeah. Tyra. Osha. Hi, Osha. Oh, Tyra. Hi, Gretel. First four episodes, it was kind of just them go, hey. hey. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Mate. <laughs> Big O. What's up? Um, Big O G. Mate. <laughs> God. Bloody James Matheson and you. Bloody great times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so yes, the girls were there at the gig. What was the... What so was the I gig? start talking... I have this bit that I was doing um, which relied on... Didn't rely on it, but I wanted to do it doing... <clears throat> starting off talking. I wanted. To, I can't remember what the bit was, but I wanted to talk to someone. Oh, someone who was younger than me. Okay. And, and the, 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 the premise is that I am smarter because I'm older. Right. Essentially in a very broad brush stroke. Okay. Yep. So I started talking to this girl, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, I felt bad because I'd kind of made her out to be an idiot. Right. As, as the uh, I am smarter than you <laughs> premise right. can lend itself to yeah. when you pick someone out. I mean, that's, yeah, but that's the point. <laughs> yeah. So I was, Essentially what you were aiming to do had been achieved. And then I realised what a horrible thing I was aiming right, to do. I mean, for her. <laughs> for her. I mean, it was fine for you. you got I looked great. Done. I looked yeah. great. I looked smart and funny. It was right. wonderful. Terrible, <laughs> terrible for her. So I felt bad for her and I said, look, uh, so what I did is I had this joke that, I knew would lose the audience but get a laugh. And, and so I said, what I'm going to do... I was just doing a... I was doing 10 minutes at, um, somewhere. And um, I said, look, what I'll do is I'll finish on this joke and I'm going to lose the audience, but it's so that they remember me being an asshole, not you being dumb. Okay, good. Like it. So I do this joke. Right. Great. But I finish and he goes, oh, you know that she's going to be on The Bachelor. So, no. And for some reason, this person had never been on television before. I'd spent 10 minutes lampooning her. I got starstruck. Right. I was like, oh my God. I can't believe Chantel's going to be on. <laughs> Whatever her name was. Chantel's the most reality television name. Right. There should have been one called Chantel. I don't <laughs> I'm think sure there, there was, was, but there should have been. Oh, I would have thought there would have been Chantel C and Chantel K. You know, right. I know. A few. <laughs> 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 Isn't that the classic? I f always feel sorry for the Big Brother contestant, the one you know when there's two Johns, right? And you've got to be Michael, right? Oh, what? It's your middle. Oh, and yeah. then. Or well, do you want to be on TV or not? <laughs> How bad? <laughs> your name's different now. How bad do you want this to be hated? This will not be the most degrading thing that happens to you in this process. So fucking, if you if you want to be involved, like we're filming you when you shower. What, you're saying that changing your name is a bad thing? I think you'd be signing up for the name change because people are going to see your tiny cock on national television. I think you'll be like, hey, you'll be glad in the future where they're like, Michael's got a tiny cock. And you're like, well, at least it's my middle name. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, and then the guy going, whoa, 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 slow down, slow down. So this has happened before? Are you telling me Hot Dogs wasn't that guy's name? Right. <laughs> 
I don't know what to believe anymore, big brother. I don't know who you're talking to. <laughs> We're in a meeting at a restaurant. Like, so, um, <clears throat> you know this story, but like, uh, this is for the people at home mm. or in their cars or mm. wherever you're listening to this on is their this, walk. Is this some classic Ando? Some We're classic about to Ando. Get? I've just I've kicked back on the couch out <laughs> you on the balcony. You are so I've, comfortable. I've put my uh, shoe up near my Lee Matthews autobiography that I've been reading. Yep. yep. On the balcony in LA. And... Uh, Back when uh, we first met in the Triple J days, when uh, Adam and I were doing the the breakfast show there, we used to do a regular segment called "Are You Smarter Than Duels?" Oh yes, which pitted you mm. against normally a child, <laughs> generally speaking, generally or speaking, someone with developmental right, <laughs> challenges, like someone who would not traditionally like be seen to be like someone that it would be embarrassing on national radio for you to lose a quiz to and it was stuff like uh this is john he's a mechanic i'd be like oh okay he's a mechanic right. uh how much do you know about flowers and then we have a and i'd lose every right. time yeah. every time yeah. you would lose but mostly you would lose because and and you know this already this is not like a big shock moment like we've talked about this before but mostly duels would lose because I was too lazy to write a fucking quiz each week. And so I would just get the person we chose as That's the contestant right. to come up with a series of questions <laughs> that they knew the answer to. And then I would just ask Duel some of those questions. So sometimes you would do quite well if you actually knew about the topic. Oh, the Simpsons one was good. Right. Yeah. But the problem was that the other person had written all the questions. So they knew the answers to all of them. <laughs> So they were always going to be smarter than you. Yeah, yeah. And we did that for weeks. So all I'm saying is you shouldn't feel bad about... Like, I feel like karmically, that's just a redressing of the... (laughs) Oh, right. This is my reparation. This is my Treaty of Versailles. Right, it's fine. (laughs) Everything's good now. So um, what brings you to uh, Los Angeles, California? Because you're not living... You're living here in the United States of America's. I'm on the other side. But you're on the other side. You're on the East Coast. Is it under snow? You're in New York City, NYC, the Big Apple. New York, it's New so York. The town's so nice. I named it twice. Cold. It is like it's. It's so cold that. <laughs> How cold is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's so cold that that thing on Donald Trump's head's wearing a thing on its head. Whoa! Ladies and gentlemen, <sighs> Paul Schaefer and the CBS Orchestra. Stick around. Liv Tyler's going to be on next. <laughs> uh, but it's so cold that. When you leave the house, any bit of exposed skin hurts. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and it's 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 bitter to the point where I look at the temperature, it's four degrees Celsius. And I'm like, oh, about time we got some warm right. weather. Bit of, bit, of, bit of vitamin D. <laughs> and the problem, I don't know if you find this problem here, is every, everything here is in Fahrenheit. And Fahrenheit is only used by America and places that America owns. Right. So it's like us and Puerto Rico and like two cities in the Virgin Islands sure. and the rest is Celsius. Yeah. It is nigh on impossible to get a beat on whether or not it's going to be hot or cold because Fahrenheit is so autistic. Like it makes, it's the most arbitrary because Celsius is water freezes at zero right. and it boils at 100 and right. then everything else just fits in to those between those parameters. Okay, sure. But it's like an autistic person 
With Fahrenheit, what's water freeze at? 32. It's got to freeze at 32. (laughs) No, I I do understand what you mean. So I see the temperature in people. Like, yeah, wouldn't the moment where it freezes be zero? That's your baseline? Yeah, yeah. Or 100. Work for me. Like, depending on which angle you're going for. But that's the one extreme. (laughs) Yeah. And the other one's when it boils, Yeah, yeah. And then it boils. Oh, no, no, no. For us, boiling's like three quarters of the way. And to what? Freezing to what? floats. It's a floating number. It depends what d- depends how far it is from a boiling day, and is it like a like how close to a full moon is it? That's that's important. Exactly. And I don't know if you have found this plus, since- but they do get the cool thing of going like because I've been saying to people this week because in Australia this week they had a, like a week of temperatures over forty, which is really hot. Mm. But yeah, I say that to people here. It doesn't sound impressive over 40, right? But when you're like over 100, like hey. when the temperature gets over 100, that sounds like, you know. Yeah, that's right. No, no, I do, I do, I do agree with that. Because I used to always get confused when um, on the Cosby show. Okay, here we go. Yep. Bill Fine would well. always come in and oh, freezing and, and, yep. and, and Claire. And this happened with alarming regularity. He yeah, was here we go. very poorly dressed. Yeah. He was for 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 the conditions because he she, he should go. You're just wearing a sweater. Yeah. It's got to be forty degrees outside. And as a kid, I'd be like, Why would you wear uh, a jumper? What the hell is this crazy guy doing? I don't know what they're teaching wearing at Hill, man. When it's like forty <laughs> degrees, you're a crazy man. You can't you you were raised with a a lot of weird opinions about black people that people thought were racism for years. You're like, oh no no no, they're amazing in the heat, <laughs> like. You don't understand. Like Bill Cosby. I watched this documentary about this guy, Bill Cosby. And his children. One of them's called Rudy. Always Rudy. It was like, his son was an idiot, Theo, but let's not go into that. And, uh, but anyway, he would be wearing this jumper on a fucking 40 degree day. And to add insult to injury, the jumper was so made that it would draw attention to itself wherever he went. So... But I find it hard to complain about things in America. What do you mean? Well, because if I complain, I, I feel like a, we have the thing in Australia of the whinging palm. Right. And I fast think that's becoming the whinging, the whinging Australian, Australian here. Coming over here, just <clears throat> complaining about shit. And the other thing is... Americans don't enjoy that either. No, they don't like the foreigners no. pointing out the shortcomings no, 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 no. <laughs> in any way. I try to point out to them no, that don't. I am not a foreigner. Like, I've jumped on board this thing, mm. right? Mm. Like, I want America t- to work. <laughs> like, I've jumped, like, I, I, at the very least, let's fucking land this. Or, already people are off. What do you mean you want it to work? You don't think it's working? <laughs> Fuck. Okay, between me and you, America, the best hope this fucking country has is to fucking land it in the Hudson without losing a fucking life. Like, that's the best, that's the best we can hope for. Four more years, Sully. Four I, more years. And I have, I've jumped onto that, so my fucking fingers are crossed that fucking Sully can land it in the Hudson. Don't get me wrong. Because it has flown into a number of geese over the last few years. Oh, my God. Like, there's been some issues. Isn't bird strike a great term? Just watch the Kardashians and eat more and forget that this we used to be the... Like, it's honestly like arriving, like in Rome, like, uh, and just going, and just, oh, what's, yeah. what's Nero running off? Yes, um, <laughs> you know, how you're too busy fucking each other to realize that everybody's also eating and then vomiting and then eating again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, but that's a vomitorium. What's wrong with that? This will be fine, though, right? Yeah. This will be. <laughs> Don't worry. I've got a good feeling about this. Right, this will last fine. forever. Yeah. The thing is, I made a... This was in a social situation. So okay. this wasn't like professionally where people are like, hey, we're all part of the show and yelling things out and stuff. This was at a dinner party. Okay. DP. I... Don't Google those. <laughs> <laughs> If you're on Pinterest and you're looking for dinner party suggestions, don't. don't this girl really likes entertaining. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> doing some suggestions though. Um, <laughs> no time to type in inner arty. I'll just. Even inner arty, I'm sure there's something. Oh man, like when I was in um, Denver, there was this uh, girl from New York who came and saw my show and mm. uh, hit me up um, afterwards saying, hey, you know, I'm like uh, visiting Denver, but I'm from New York and like, you know, I'm in town for a couple of days. Do you want to like hang out? Hello. And uh, she had ran a little sort of art gallery and like performance art space and like had produced some cool shit like online and... Like, I looked at it and I was like, I couldn't do it because I, I had plans the next day and the next day was New Year's Eve. So, like, there was no actual possibility of entertaining the idea. But there was another part of me that was like, oh, I quite like the idea of, like, hanging out with some cool chick who has her own gallery yeah. in New York. Like You're like one of the Sex in the City gals. Right. <laughs> I was like, in my head, I was like, that's, yeah. yeah. Like, if I was describing an interesting career for my girlfriend... Only like an indie art gallery in New York is right up there. And it's such we a... We go to some cool parties. And it's such a great story. This is the thing that I've started on now is like, if I meet someone, they could be the love of my life. Right. But if I meet them on Tinder, yeah. it's like, no, we no, can't good. get can't married. can't tell that story, can you? No. But that is, oh, she was in Denver for work and she came, I was doing a show and then I went to her gallery. It's like John and Yoko. Right. You could have married that woman. That's the that's the could have yeah. stayed in bed for two weeks. Got all my celebrity friends around. Yeah. Written a routine together about <laughs> giving peace a chance. <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be the worst bit of comedy ever produced? Look, Just guys, celebrities thinking they're funny as well. Everyone's done a line. Everyone's done a lot. It's like a We Are The World, but we release like a three and a half minute observational routine about world poverty that everybody's <laughs> doing a lot. Like oh. every now and again, like, you know, you get Bill Burr coming in really angry, <laughs> super angry. But then you the, get Cosby shivering in his, <laughs> oh, like it's 40 degrees 40 outside. Degrees, Bill, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're in New York, you're living. So you moved to New York to do comedy and to like, you know, Go and live in New York. Yeah, because I've never lived abroad, so I, I decided to do that. And um, so, wh where are you living? I'm where, in like, uh, Alphabet City, which is what, the so, Lower East Side. Of okay, Manhattan. so so yeah. is that a like what sort of demographic? Who lives there? It's kind of um, you're seeing the kind of last spastic jerkings of what it was. It's getting very gentrified, I think. Okay. I, I, I've had that's a good place to live though. It's I lovely, often yeah. find that like somewhere that I mean, and this is because I'm not cool. Like I'm not like No, no you those, and I and we're not right. cool. We're, I like to live in one of those places that was fucked up and is now like you you want to be in that sweet spot. That's where like, I'm at. Where it's right. becoming cool. Yeah. 
yeah. before it's ruined by people like us. Like, like I'm totally the problem. Like, like, I and the I, problem I'm too. aware of that. No, I, no, no. I get it. I'm um, the problem. And um, but you know what? In terms of horrible things white guys have done, me moving into a neighbourhood is oh, no, no, it's no, down no. the list. I'm right. I'm with you. I, I'm aware I am the problem though. Yeah. But, but so it's you hear a lot of this, and it, it's you hear you hear this in neighbourhoods and in jobs. It's um, ten years ago. You couldn't have done this, right? And it's that thing, and you do you know it every single job. And you and you and I are very similar. We've had maybe between us one real job, and the rest have been talking sure. about our penises. Yeah. And but every single job that you've had, there's always some guy who goes, "Oh, ten years ago, we used to go out to lunch till four o'clock, and then we'd come back and do coke." Oh, but now it's mate. all changed. And then commercial radio, <laughs> commercial radio, like commercial radio, like it's like ah. Oh, in the old days, you couldn't actually put the records in the player because there was so much cocaine. There was, like the whole place was cocaine. Like the only oh. way to clean the studio was to sniff the cocaine off every. Oh, when did they stop doing that? Yesterday. It was just uh, before you arrived. Yeah. Eleven fifty nine last night. <laughs> <laughs> what time did you start working here? Stop just then. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, about that. you don't like blowjobs, do? You? Oh, I won't oh tell you about God. blowjob Wednesday then, because right. that just finished. In the old days, <laughs> the old it was days. the reward for the sales team. Oh, uh, the sales guy, one of the yeah. on-air staff. Yeah. It was. Oh, they loved it though. Back when we only employed hot models. Oh right. well. Um, <laughs> That's what it's like. It's like there's yeah. people going, oh, you live on, uh, you, oh, you live there, right? Oh, you know what? 10 years ago, couldn't have walked around there at night. Now it's all changed. And I, I've had two people lament that New York isn't more dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what fucking logic's that? No, they're idiots. <laughs> but I get it. Like, I, you know. Kind of miss it, you know. It's a bit more grimy. When it was edgy. Kept yeah. people like you out. <laughs> fucking, do you know so, why? Because I'm not retarded. You've never lived abroad. No. Um, so, uh, you, it, like, I have lived, you know, in a whole bunch of yeah. different places and I've spent my life on the road mm. and even I coming over here and like really settling in this time, it's, it's pretty fucking full on. It's daunting, isn't it? So how have you been coping with that? Not only like having to do that and I've been coming back and forward for a while so I've sort of eased my way in mm. like you've really just like packed up and gone and you've moved to the world's like biggest and most thriving and functioning you know terrifying city like everyone's in New York you know it's it's a big deal so how how has that process been what's been good about it what's been confronting about it like what what's your experience it's, it's been confront i spent three months walking around saying this is the biggest mistake i've ever made and right. what are you doing and then eventually you met a lot of other people who shared your opinion absolutely <laughs> you got it, some friends exactly yeah. every, every everyone doesn't matter where they're from even people that have moved from like Queens to Manhattan are like, right. oh yeah, you spend the first three months just freaked out. It's so that was kind of normal. It's the city that never sleeps, and people say that like, oh, it's the city that never sleeps. But if you have a mate who never sleeps, you don't really want to hang out with that mate. It's fucking overwhelming. Your mates, your city's addicted to meth. That's what we're really saying. You have an insomniac, <laughs> meth-addled city. Don't expect me to relax into this shit. You're living like, inside him. You're one of the invisible spiders that lives on him. Everything <laughs> about this city is invisible spiders. Don't expect me to fucking come here and on day one go, oh yeah, no, I'm cool with all you crazy fucking nutbags jammed into one city. Fuck that. 
city that never sleeps. Take a fucking nap. I'm like a city that is well rested. So when I get up in the morning, everyone's cool. Fuck you, no sleeping city. Fucking have a NyQuil and fucking have a rest. Just calm down, New York. Seriously, fuck off. But I've started doing that. I mean, by the way, if anyone's listening in New York, I I love working there and I'm happy to gig there. That was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not going to do that bit. That's just. I'm st- <laughs> but that's your opener. Hey, you guys all live here? What's up with you fucking right, morons? That's why I fucking hate big apples too. <laughs> Why, why are you not fucking happy with ordinary sized apples? We're fucking New York. Our apples have to be bigger than normal sized apples. Well, fuck you. Stick your apples up your ass. How you fucking like them apples? All right, come on. I'm here awake. Here awake. Tip your waitress. <laughs> hey. Fucking Billy Joel. Hey, Here's some opinions about Billy Joel, mate. You people, you people like apples? Your city's shit. How you like them big apples? I'm Will Anderson. I'm Will Anderson. Thanks very much. Billy open Joel. and close with it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Open and close with both those bits. Guys, I don't know if you remember earlier when I was talking about... <laughs> to, reiter- to reiterate. <laughs> well, that's all I've got time for. <laughs> and then do the classic thing, which is... I don't know, just a bit of a slow audience tonight. <laughs> Drop mic, walk <laughs> off. Drop mic. Yeah. Dink. I don't think they I don't think they got it. Yeah. Maybe it was too But I'm gonna have that discussion on stage with you. Can I just invite my friend up? And the spotlight will follow me off stage <laughs> to the corner of the stage where I have that conversation and as people are walking out, they can just see us in the corner and, I'm dressed, and hear us having that. <laughs> and I'm dressed like Matt Damon in behind the candelabra, like with the feathered hair and the onesie, the, the leather beige leather onesie with rhinestones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I think it was. Hey, let's try it for the late show. Yeah, every night people come back. I'm making, you dre- I'm making you dress like me every night. Suddenly you're in black skinny jeans. You got like, flyers. Yeah, just like, why is, he, why is he wearing Doc Martens now? He used to be so flamboyant. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think that sounds like a good plan. Um. So, uh, but it's good, but so you get to the city that never sleeps first. And, like, you know, I'm terrified of New York, too. Like, I mean, to me, like, okay, so firstly, one of my absolute dreams in life is to get a job or something that m- means that I get to go and live in New York and, like, work and live and be part of, like, but I'm never, like, I don't think that I could do what you're doing, which is go there without something. Like, if someone came to me and yeah. said, hey, here's this job. And it's in New York. I'd be there in a fucking heartbeat. I'd, I that excites me. But going to New York is like on that first rung, and like, it's, man, it's terrifying enough to come here. But I think it's even more terrifying to go there. Yeah, it is. It's hard. It it, it, it was hard. And remember you and I talking about it. Actually, I think it was on the podcast about like. Probably, I don't have any discussions on on podcasts anymore. You, you will you record all the th- the problem with this is the thing people don't realize about Will is every I'm so conversation that is people that people should hear all of it. Is he records all his conversations? What makes it to the podcast? You have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. I love the idea that I'm recording all of it and I'm just editing bits out. But like when I die, they will find that I've re- like everything else in between, and they'll be able to piece it together. And like my parents, I, I oh, I've got this image of my mum becoming like Tupac's mum, and like every year she's just like, I leave, 
I've got to start doing this. I've just got to start taping random shit that is for nothing else and leave it in my will for my mum so that every year she can fucking remix shit and release it and cash in and have a good life. That is... uh that's terrifying that you think you're going to die so far before uh, your mum so that far. she's going to so be before. able to release things for so years. Far, so far before. <laughs> she's got like 15 years on me without Oh, that goes without saying, but this is your plan. <laughs> sounds like a 30-year plan. Oh, no, I mean, like the glow's going to fucking, like, the hot spot is she wants to get one out a year, maybe even one out every nine months in this digital age in the first three years after I die tragically and hilariously, hopefully for her. Um, you know, just to give it a bit of fucking... A bit of kick, right. yeah. I need to, like, die in some cool way that will, like... It's got to be cool but funny, so, like... Uh, right. Masturbating with a rubber chicken. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I that's mean, more, that's I'm a thinking real... Michael Hutchins style. Yeah, that's a real House of Lords death, though. Oh, you know how I'd... I uh, know. Like, with one of those, like, comedy hooks that they used to get people off the stage, but I'm hanging hook. from, like, the shepherd's hook. <laughs> Like with, with <laughs> audio. Can, can we get the gong from Red Faces in there as well? Just like that you couldn't. Did you see what happened to what Red Simons the other day? Red Where... Simons, the uh, the a former sh- host of uh, Red Faces, which was a shitty. Uh, we've talked. Uh, if you've listened to this podcast over the years, you've heard us reference Red Faces, but it was like a talent section of a show called Hey Hey It's Saturday. Which was like Australia's biggest kind of variety show. Someone started mm. playing like, what, what is it, hip hop in the background? It's definitely hip hop. This is like, this is the soundtrack to just before Ricky gets shot in Boys in the Wood. Oh, all right. Well, <laughs> we're in West. There is sirens going as well. It's fucking <laughs> LA, man. Like the amount of times that I do this podcast, like every time Dave Anthony and I have recorded on the roof, there's been fucking sirens and helicopters. and. Like- I remember in one of them, <clears throat> I think it was Dave telling the story about the family that took the wrong turn in i want to say south central right oh yeah 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 that's right yeah with ian bag we talked about it was it, ian bag it was ian bag ian bag and dave and, and dave. ash williams that episode yeah what an amazing just to recap um this is a previously deep, on this is a deep <laughs> faux pop cut hang on i'm gonna so we had a break. I don't, I'm going to tell people. I don't normally tell people if there's a break. Normally, I don't edit anything, Scott. That's the, the issue. That's but, the beauty, Will, not the issue. Well, I mean, yeah, sure. I like it. It's rustic. Right. Well, no, I just like the. You know what? Sometimes people's favorite bits of the podcast are not the bits that I you know, would have thought were the favorite bits of the podcast. They enjoy it. So, so yeah. I'm going to give people a little insight. So today I've recorded two podcasts. So I recorded oh. one this afternoon with Wendy Wason, a very funny Scottish woman. I think people are really going to enjoy that one and they will have heard that previous to this one going up. Well, unless you've tuned in for the first time for this one. Oh, which Why? Go back. Well, here's what I'm saying, guys. Just listen to them all in order. No. <laughs> Otherwise, otherwise, you're not going to understand a yeah. word we're none, saying. None of this makes sense. <laughs> you will have heard all these words never in this order right. because we've developed a new syntax. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Wendy and I did a podcast this afternoon. And so, I had a couple of drinks. And then we had a couple of glasses of wine out here on the balcony. Mm. And then you came by and we've had a few beers. Mm. And then we just had a little break then. <laughs> and uh, you were going to continue an anecdote. 
and now we've been sitting here for five minutes with the microphones off trying to remember what it was that you were going to recap. Like you, I was like, this is perfect because Dules is going to recap this <laughs> previous story on the podcast and we'll start with that. It's like a previously on TOEFOP and you just start with that and then I'll edit that in but you can't remember what it is and I would have to upload oh. it to my computer to be able to listen no, to that. No, so well, no, that's cheating. We're going to have to try to work it out ourselves. Our boys did not die face down in the mud so you'd upload and rewind. Oh my god, you've made it all very serious, <laughs> a bit. very solemn. Hmm. I got offered a gig on Anzac Day this year, which I couldn't do, but I, I would have quite liked to do. Our friend Limo, our mutual friend Limo, yeah, um, he uh, does a lot of uh, gigs for the troops, mm. and uh, the Navy were doing like a stand-up gig on board one of their like boats. Are they boats? Ships? 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 Do you know the distinction between no, a boat I and don't. a ship? I mean, I know there is one. The distinction is uh, uh, a ship. Uh, uh, a ship carries can other vessels. Have a helicopter on it. Yep, almost. That's true. That is actually almost. What yeah, it carries is. other. Ve- well, yeah. it's generally nautical. So if you see if you see right. a, a boat with a dinghy on board, do you say dinghy with a hard G, or do you say dinghy? I say dinghy. 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 <laughs> no, dinghy. 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 Yeah. All right. Okay. No, what do I say? Uh, what do you say? <coughs> dinghy. No, I dinghy. Mean, this is, no, this is, dinghy. This is, this is heaps better than whatever that <laughs> anecdote would have been. Us, us working out the pr- correct pronunciation of dinghy. <laughs> oh, dinghy. If that's not on Fofop quotes, right. if that's not on the Tofop quotes Twitter account. Right. I'll have to call this episode Dinghy Fever. Yeah. yeah. Or Dinghy Sing. No, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> so to recap. <laughs> I think it was, uh, what were we talking about? New York. We were talking about New York, I think. You were living in New York. I was living in New York. You are living in New York. I am. Um, Have you seen any famous people? The first day I got there, and I was really considering, without giving, I had kind of personal things going on and then moved away at, what in hindsight was the worst time for me to move away? I should have been with you know my friends and my family and stuff. But right, because you, yeah, you moved at the end of the year, like, like so. So people already know that I spent Christmas alone here, and uh, like you know I had no furniture in my house. I was like I went and I ate at a cafe like alone with other alone men, you know who I imagined had been rejected by their weekend families. dads. We'll call them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and. It's a time of the year that, for whatever reason, even if you're not into this time of the year, can be overwhelming. Like, it's not the easiest time yeah, of the year and to move. And it's cold. It's cold. And, and it's a new city. I'm looking at everyone. Everyone's kind of finishing. Particularly in America, this is the time of the year where, like, particularly between Thanksgiving and Christmas, there's not a lot of business happening. Yeah. Like, this is a real wind-down period totally. for here. So, like... It's not like anyone's like, oh, we've got 500 things going this week. Come out and do this and this and this. Yeah. So, the, so yeah, and I, I was, it was exactly all those things. It was, so I was feeling um, very homesick. <laughs> I've completely forgotten. <laughs> forgotten what it was. What it was. Anyway. Oh, the famous people. Oh, right. So, oh, what you were talking about there. So, I, yeah. So, I was all homesick. This has come back really well. <laughs> we've not started well after the halftime address from the coach. We should oh. pause and read some excerpts from Lee Matthews' uh, Accept the Challenge. I think we should. I think oh, we should. should. I? Yeah. Should I just this r- reminds me of, was it uh, Power and the Passion? 
Oh, Justin Langer. Justin Langer. And, and you stood up and read select quotes every time he hit a four on it Boxing was, Day. It uh, was Boxing Day. He yeah. made 100 against England back in the days when, well, now we're good at cricket again. It's are we exciting. good or are they bad? Don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I honestly have not been this happy since we were last good at cricket. It's I, amazing how the success of the Australian cricket team buoys my mood. I've been living away from home and the idea that I would go to bed, because some nights because of the timing, I go to bed and then I wake up in the morning and I see what the result is. Oh, yeah. Like this morning, on the morning, uh, like James Faulkner, Everyone, last night in the one day yeah. I had a fucking Michael Bevan-esque on, now we're losing all our international listeners. <laughs> but, uh, uh, oh, I think Bevan, Bevan keeps him on board. <laughs> Yeah, Michael. Oh, no, he doesn't. Oh, uh, I, I shouldn't really tell this story because uh, here's what I'm going to say: is I love Michael Bevan, so I want to say this up front. But I was once at a pub, yeah, and I was talking to Michael Bevan, and I was so bored by the conversation that I pretended I had to go to the toilet. Wow, I can't imagine that story is about an Australian cricketer. <laughs> anyway, there was lots of other Australian cricketers there that night. I, later that night, I talked to Alan Border and to Dennis Early. So I don't want to. I was I, there that night. Oh, were you really? Yeah, 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 yeah. With Limo. Oh, uh, at the Golden Chief. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We I, went to the cricket together. Right. I pretend that was the okay. That's and right. And Buff Lehman was teasing Gladstone Storm all about not having a net. But that was also the night. Now, okay, so you were there. Of I course. was there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. that was the night where Darren Lehman, who is now the coach of the Australian cricket team. Mm. Kept grabbing my balls. That's you right. That? Yeah, yeah. Like all night, he, uh, me and he, we get on really well. Like he's a really fucking hilarious guy, and it doesn't surprise me that that team is playing much better now that he's in charge because mm. he's a real like he's a, a knockabout. Yeah, yeah, he's like a guy who brings blokes together. Mm. Even that night, even though we don't know each other, like it was like we were fucking childhood friends. Oh yeah, and had this fucking running joke. But when he became coach of the Australian cricket team, the most prestigious fucking job in our country. I was like, that guy has grabbed my balls like a lot. <laughs> it's, it's weird. If you told me when I was a kid, do you know what I mean? Like growing up in the country, sitting down with my dad, watching the Boxing Day cricket, like with my dad, who was a great cricketer, looking at that guy, that's the pinnacle of the greatest a man could be. Mm. That I would one day grow up and go, look, I didn't play cricket for Australia, but the coach of the Australian cricket team did grab my balls. What about this? Of all the people who have grabbed your balls, right. was he... The most likely to become the Australian cricket coach? Yes. Or was, yeah, right. Yeah, I'm going to say that. So there was that's no a one. Lock. There's been There's no, no one else who's grabbed my ball. There's balls. been no, like, and even they have like been a good, grabbed by plenty. Even like a good grade <laughs> cricketer. You know what I mean? Just. <laughs> I mean, the thing is that normally the women who are going to aspire, and I don't want to pre- stereotype. <laughs> But clearly, I'm not going to stereotype, yeah. but I am going to finish yeah. this sentence. Yeah. I'm not a racist, but <laughs> yeah. what I was going to say, Dules, was normally the sort of women who might aspire to be coach of the Australian women's cricket team are not the sort of women who'd be interested in grabbing my balls. <laughs> <laughs> Said too much. I, um, I say, it's, it's your first day, famous people. What and I'm there, I'm going, oh my God, have I made the right decision? What am I doing? I walk out of my house and go to the deli on the corner. And as already I'm walking great. out... Already New York. I yeah. love it. I can see it. I'm walking out and I bump into this guy. I'm sorry, ma'am. He goes, oh, no, it's all right. Louis C.K. Louis C.K. You serious? Yeah. Motherfucker. And Louis I t- C.K. Yeah. And I was like... It that, was could like be a, that could be in a show. That could be in a show if he is. It's... 
He, he, but I mean, he, he would base a whole episode around that. Oh, that's, yeah. That's, a, there'd that's, be something, a, that's there'd be, a two-parter. There'd him. be something in that episode, in that moment, that he recognised that the, the rest of us are not smart enough to turn it into comedy. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's... Well, that's pretty exciting. Did yeah, you, so, but I was like... You didn't like, say hello. You didn't, like, say, no, hey... No, no, but I'm not that kind I've of a person. I've just moved from Australia and I'm a comedian yeah. and you're, like, you're my hero and I've met you on your first day and this just seems like a sign. Can we be best friends forever? No, but I've decided to talk about it publicly instead. Right, you well, know. on this podcast, yeah. it's not that publicly it's a select group of people yeah but i like them they're oh nice. beautiful people but, and like, and but here's what i'm saying to us bunch anyone of big mouths as well it'll get back to him no <laughs> anyone who's listening to this podcast is the sort of person who would understand even if they ran into louis mm. that that was a story that you shared with them privately and if louis wanted to listen to the podcast in his own time then he could share it but then he'd be part of this world and didn't understand what you're trying to say that's right is what I imagine. Exactly. <laughs> I'm having one of these issues at the moment with a famous person because there's a person who lives very near to me mm. uh, who I think is fantastic and I see her all the time. Hello. And yeah, it's it's Karen Gillan, her name is. She uh, was Amy Pond in Doctor Who. Oh, wow. And um, she is delightful and attractive and wonderful and she lives, she goes to like a cafe down the road from me like, she goes there a lot. Like, I would go there that much, but I know that she would think I was stalking her, which I guess I kind of am. But I'm stalking her by accident. Like, I've not done anything yet that has... It. <laughs> we haven't crossed any lines yet, you Well, worship. I mean, there was one day when she had just gone in to, like, have a meal and I was like how long were you watching her like if you know when she's just gone in well no because I was walking by and she was walking in at the same time right so it's at that point completely accidental totally. but I'm taking groceries home this is exactly how it happened so this cafe is like the closest cafe from this apartment is this next cafe it's just down the end of the road yeah and um, so uh, I'm walking back with some groceries She's walking in. So mm. she's about to start her meal. And I was coming back with groceries. And in my groceries, I had food that I was going to eat. Yeah. Like I'd gone to get something to eat. No, I'm, 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 I'm familiar with groceries. <laughs> and I considered not eating the stuff that I had bought and going back down there and like having lunch there just because I knew that she was there and she just started having her lunch. That would have been stalking. See, to me... But I did not do that. To me, and I'm horrible when it comes to women... To me, I'm like, that is a great idea. Right. Because I would have gone in and just put my groceries next to me right. and ordered my food. You're like, yeah. And then be like, what? Right. And, and be like, oh, this is working. She keeps looking at right. me, not realizing no. that. She's like, who's that dude? With who's who's that guy that's going to murder me later? I mean, she's <laughs> talked about you for years at dinner parties. But did I tell you about this one time? This guy came in with groceries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, so I don't want it to be weird. Like, I, she lives too close to me. I'm running in it to her too often because at some stage in my weird fantasy that I have, mm. we're going to meet because we actually know some people who, like, you know, like. Mutual friends. Yeah, mutual friends. So we could, like, meet at a party or whatever and then we could become friends. I'm not, like, saying that I want this, like, to be some romance or something. Maybe she has a boyfriend or something. I'm not, like, that's not all I'm saying. No, well, maybe she's an idiot if she's not with you. Oh, right. Yeah. Or maybe she has a boyfriend and not everything lasts. We know that. So. <laughs> You and I better than most, Will. <laughs> Correct. Correct, Scott. Correct. We wouldn't be here. <laughs> That's right. Uh, <laughs> it's amazing if it wasn't for that attitude towards women. <laughs> um, so, uh, no, I, 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 I don't imagine, like, I don't want, I, I joke about this sometimes, like, but I don't want this to actually feel like it's weird. But I met, like, I like the idea that, 
this is someone that I do admire and someone that I think is like a like someone I'd like to get to know. And I know people who know this person, so at some stage I may get to know them. And Can't I want to, and I want to be I want to be cool with that. I don't want to be like, you know, have fucked it up before like, you know, I'm the one with the groceries. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't want that to be. What I'm the I guy do. that smelled your hair at the cafe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the reason there's a timetable for us so we never yeah. cross paths. Remember that ice cream melted on the floor because I had groceries, <laughs> but I just wanted to stare at your beautiful face. <laughs> That's such a funny idea. <laughs> like having right. just the puddle of chocolate next to one of the bags. She's like, excuse me. Is your ice cream melting? And I'm then, like, oh my god, she talked to me. And then you scamper off. <laughs> but you don't pick up the bags by the handles. You scoop them up like babies and just run out. <laughs> embarrassing shit falls out, but I just leave it behind. Like a banana with a condom on it or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Why? In your groceries? What were you That's doing? So just, it's just something that has that the, the first thing that happens is just questions. Just question after question as to what was going on. <laughs> And then, and then the next day, uh, oh, sorry, sorry, you, have you met our friend Will? He's, he's new. <laughs> Do you have banana with condoms, mate? The weird thing is that like, and again, I don't want this to sound like I'm a psycho. But I understand that like, obviously this is going to make it sound like this. Some of our great sentences have been started with this preamble. <laughs> but today, when I walked by her, when she was having uh, lunch at the cafe outdoors today, when I walked by mm. Um, I looked at what food she was eating. <laughs> Not like over her shoulder. Like I didn't take a photo for Instagram. What's going on here? Like I know. I was just like, I'm interested to see what she's. What was she rocking? What, so it was quite late in the day, and she was eating breakfast, oh. which I liked. You love that. That's that's the showbiz in you, right? I loved it. Yeah, yeah. It's no, the Johnny it is, Fontaine. Right? Yeah, I eat breakfast whenever fucking I eat breakfast, yeah. motherfucker. Because yeah. I'm in showbiz. Yeah, and yeah. I'm staying at the standard. Drop mics, walk off. Why has he got a microphone <laughs> at a cafe? What's going so on here? So you haven't paid for your meal. <laughs> 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 One pancake, <laughs> Alfonso. What happened? Third mic drop this week. <laughs> Why's this guy keep getting these microphones? <laughs> it's like <laughs> just you getting. They put a metal detector in, patting you down. It's just a microphone. It's just <laughs> um, she had sausage, like a hamburger patty, like sausage things mm. sausage something some sort of sausage and i was like uh you know what is it going to be problematic i know like i was going to say could like you could you like a sausage eater could you date a meat eater oh well no, no no yeah i can date a meat eater like i've dated meat eaters mm. i'm fine with that if they're fine with like you know the fact that i don't eat meat and like i feed my pets meat and stuff i'm not a weirdo yeah but um, no, you're not a crazy person no but, no, but, I'm just but at the same time, I'm like, like, well, I don't want it to be a thing. I don't want her to think I'm a lesser man because, you know, do you think, do I don't hate me. I know, like, in uh, the highly regarded, and let's face it, towards the end of the tour, given the supports you had, ill-fated uh, <laughs> solo tour. show, um, you talk about how someone tried to emasculate you because you weren't oh, eating meat. Right. Is, the, is that a common... Yeah. Is it? Not common. No, that's... No, it would be unfair to say it's common. It... 
happens rarely, but when it happens, it's really noticeable. It's always the same guy making the sure. same arguments. Yeah, like yeah. it's the same dude. Oh, so people will actively argue, not like oh no no no, no, no. arguments. Like I've talked about it in the show before, and it's much like gay marriage. It's the same people who trot out there like, "Well, next I'll marry a toaster." Yeah, it's like it's well, if everybody in the world became a vegetarian, then we wouldn't be able to. Well, that's an imaginary scenario. Not everyone in the world is ever going to become a vegetarian. In the same way as you're like, well, if everyone became gay, then we wouldn't have any babies, and then what would happen to the planet? That's not going to happen. Stop um, stop arguing imaginary scenarios. Like if everybody only ate chocolate, we would get fat and die. But that's not going to happen. At some stage into that process, at least one dude will be like, fuck them, I'm having a salad, and then I own the whole earth, you chocolate-eating motherfuckers. I, I just want to see one of those people have... A scenario that sounds great. It's like, then we all live underwater and the fish are our friend. And then you can go, that sounds wonderful. Right. And to see if they stick with it. Uh, you know what the thing is? Is like, I'm into, like, I hope the climate deniers are right. Like, oh, yeah. I have nothing more. <laughs> We've got than nothing to gain by being, being burnt right. to death. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want my fucking house to be underwater. I live by the harbor. Like, I've got nothing to be gained from being <laughs> smug and wet. I would you'll rather those, be wrong those, and dry. You'll have those, but you'll have those sweet waterfront property months. Ah, oh, oh, don't get me wrong. I've got a couple of sweet years where my property value goes through the roof, then plummets dramatically. Yep. <laughs> unless you're Aquaman. Homer with his pumpkin futures. You just hold on too long. Right. It's close to close to the ocean. Yeah, water views. <laughs> if you consider. Your living room to be a place where you view shit. Then yes. No, I hope they're. I mean, I hope they're right. I hope it's all a fucking load of shit. Or I hope that there's some kid being born right now who is smart enough to fix shit. Right? Because in the old days, I read this great article the other day about you know the nature of innovation, which is that um, in New York uh, originally they were having problems with horse shit because the main mode of transport was you know, horses taking people around, mm. but horses were shitting so much that the pollution and the city was overrun by, like, horse shit. And it was only the invention of the motorised car that so solved this problem that they had with, like... They just had no solution to, the fuck are we going to do with all this horse shit? And at the moment, we're in a fucking piles of horse shit situation as a mm. planet where I think most of us recognise... I think even the people who deny it they're just holding on to the hope that fucking maybe there's a Hail Mary pass that someone will either it won't be as bad as what people think yeah. it's going to be or someone will come up with some way of like solving it I think one of the things is that people but I think we all know that like shit's not like, no it's not, not right, right. And, and, and you can tell also by the arguments of climate change deniers firstly if you put the term denier after anything you sound crazy Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I don't think they do that. I think that's actually in their defense. No, no, that's this. the other side. It's calling the other side. That. Oh, totally. In the same way as like someone will say skeptic, someone will say denier. Like, so, you know, like there's, there's all these pejoratives. Like, I mean, and they've been doing it as well. The climate change people have been calling um, the, the, the scientists like believers as if it's like, a, you know, a religion or a faith rather yeah. than science. Absolutely. Which is not something that requires belief. Science is like evidence-based. And if they get different evidence, they change their 
their mind. Like, it's really interesting to me. I hear an argument a lot of the time from religious people. And, like, you know, as people who listen to this podcast know, I'm not anti-religion because I'm not arrogant enough to think that I understand the mysteries of the universe. I'm just trying to work out how I, you know, I, I'm, I like to talk about it all and see what mm. people think and, you know, grab a bit. Well, I, I, I always think, I, I've always seen religion as, um, not always, but, you know, I, I, I see it like this is, it's just how people are reacting to being scared of dying. Right. And your reaction's going to be different to mine and mine to his and stuff like that. Right. And I understand why people clump together with, with to hear stories about it's all going to be fine. Right. <laughs> so firstly, here's my secret to life. Be really fucking busy all the time and then you welcome death. <laughs> I do nothing but welcome death. Every time I'm on like a turbulent plane, I say, thank fuck, I cannot keep this going. <laughs> I'm See, so tired. Do you ever I just want to die now. I feel like I've done enough that I'll be fondly remembered. Please let me die before I fuck it up. <laughs> See, mine is when I get on plane, if I get on a plane hungry, like I'm one of these people who gets grumpy. I relate to the Snickers ads. Right. And um, do you sometimes sit on a plane like if you're hungover and tired and you just hate every single person? They're doing everything wrong. Right. They're putting their bag in the thing wrong. Oh, look at this guy. Why would you wear a leather jacket on a plane? Like things like everything. Do you ever think, I hope this goes down to get these cunts off the earth? I, I will take the bullet for this. We've got to kill them all. I mean, that is an interesting line that you've crossed between, I mean, hello to everyone from the NSA who's suddenly tuned into this podcast. It's nice to have you on board. I mean, uh, January was already- Stop stealing my tweets. To be honest with you, January was already going to be our biggest download month. I'm very exciting to us to have you part of this because, well, we're on track unless people stop downloading this month to have our biggest ever month. Mm. So it's nice to have all the good people from the NSA tuning in as well. I appreciate you guys listening in. Uh, hey, God hey, bless America. It's give nice us a like on here. Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've already been there. Right. If you do record all my emails, I've lost a few. So if you could, I'll send you some dates and times and if you can flick them through to me, I'd appreciate that. Uh, could you please stop Yahoo sending spam to all my friends? Um, yeah, what's going okay, on? Okay, here's my thing with the religion that I'm going to say is this: people will uh, there'll be people who argue against religion, and they will say this. Well, look at all these bad things that religion has done, and I think that they would be valid in making many of those arguments. Then you would have the religious people who would say, "Hey, but look at all these good things that religion has done," and I think that you would be equally valid in a lot of cases to be able to say, yes, there is a lot in religion that has been great for society, right? Uh, this is Just art. Yeah, right? <laughs> so, what I say is this. Why do I have to sign up to any of those things? Why can't I just take the bits that we recognize are the good bits of religion and take the bits that we recognize are the good bits of not believing in something and defining your own life and pick and choose and read about what everybody believes and try to form whatever works for me out of all those ideas. I don't want to reject religion because there's great stuff in religion that I can use. Like the golden rule, the first time I heard of the golden rule, you know, do unto others as you would have them do unto you, which is very common in a bunch of different religions and philosophies. And it is as close to a, like, you know, good rule that you could have for living yeah, life. Yeah, just don't be, right? don't be, don't be a dick, just don't, right? Be, yeah. just don't, just, just right. don't be a dick. Right. So, 
the first time I heard about that was through religion. So why would I say I reject all religion? I think that's a great thing to take with me. There are mm. plenty of things from religion that I love, you know, and from various religions that I respect and I love, and then I make my own choices on some other things. I think we should encourage people to do that more. Like, if you were like, hey, here's this, like, delicious meal, but, like, it's got two things in it that you're allergic to. It's got onion and nuts, and I know that onion makes you fart and nuts, like, makes you swell up, right? Mm. Mm. Oh, is the nut onion and the nuts mixed in? Oh, no, 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 they're Definitely not mixed yeah. in. No, 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 you can actually eat the meal and you can just leave the onion and the nuts on the side. But religion's like, no, no, you've got to eat the onions and nuts as well. Come on, hey, listen, Jesus was smelly and farty. He was smelly and farty. If you he, don't eat the onions and nuts, you're not allowed to eat the rest of it. Mm. I'm like, fuck that. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to eat the fucking ghoul bits <laughs> and I'm going to fucking leave the onions and nuts to the side. And I'm going to fill my onions and nut-sized hole with something cool that I found over here. It's not a perfect analogy, but I was doing it on the fly, and I feel like... I think we got there. It got yeah, there, yeah, right? I understand. I think people understand what I mean. Yeah. So what we're trying to say is, um, like, um, you, Jesus, sh- you shouldn't great. have abortions. <laughs> Don't have abortions. <laughs> is, that we, is that what we're getting out right. of? <laughs> Don't have abortions. Let's, let's bomb an abortion clinic. <laughs> more money for the rich. Trickle down yeah. economics. Come on, guys. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm writing a routine at the moment. I don't know if it's going to make the show, but here's a little, you know, so people can mm. see if, like, my... But I'm trying to write a bit about uh, trickle-down economics at the moment. You know, that well-trodden comedy topic. That is a, that is a deep cut. <laughs> right. Yeah, so but it's it's interesting in January, the sort of things that you think will be great comedy routines as opposed to a week before you open, uh, where you're like, so uh, aeroplane food's pretty terrible, right, guys? <laughs> Do you, do you want to, can, can we go through, now this is peeking behind the curtain, speaking of that. Yeah, I'd love he, to. He, this is, these are some, I've got a thing in my, um, my, these are my notes from when I moved. By the way, I'm not sure people at home can hear it, but I'm confused by the music from next door because there's been two bursts for quite a short time mm. of loud hip hop and then nothing. That's yeah. a weird way to listen to music, don't you think? Well, like it's not like they're at a party and they turn on the music. Like, maybe they're doing speeches now. It's <laughs> <laughs> right. speeches. Come on, guys. <laughs> so this is a this is in my notes thing on my uh, phone. Uh, New York observations, aka what's the deal with that? Okay, good, love it already. All right. So these are these are just some things that I've noticed just around town. Uh, if you see a child with a forehead that's too big, it makes them look like a dwarf. What is the deal with that? <laughs> what's up with that? What is the deal? <laughs> Um, little person You can tell Because they are a little person so Little person confusing. That was a conversation we had on this very show Is that right? Yeah It was, it was no, after so the St Kilda So you remember that episode But I not the important one person. that was meant to <laughs> <laughs> It was after the St Kilda Football Club Ah right, yes, that's true <laughs> They were setting little people on fire uh, The Greyhound bus man packing the machete when he was normal Oh, that was right Okay, what does that mean? So this is the bit This is a Thing. It's not a bit, it's just something that I thought was kind of weird. Do you remember the guy who was, my friend was catching a greyhound bus uh-huh. and I said, oh, I remember the guy that cut the guy's head off. Do you remember oh, the guy? Yes. I didn't until that very moment, but yes, I do remember. And they said he was schizophrenic. Well, yeah. Um, okay. Well, that's fair enough. This is, yeah, you get a pass, right? <laughs> no, I don't mean, I mean, it's an indictment on, okay. Firstly, I understand what you're saying. It's an indictment on it's, the medical system. Yes. But, I don't blame someone who's schizophrenic for cutting someone's head off. We just, like, 
I was about to say we shouldn't let schizophrenic people out, but that's not true. We should <laughs> no, definitely not. Definitely not with their head cutting tendencies. Right. We should care for people adequately so that people aren't in danger in our society. There you go. This is the problem with the like the, the I think I've I say about being in LA is yes, there are a lot of homeless here, but the thing that terrifies me about sometimes about being in LA is that most of the people who are homeless in LA are different than the people who are homeless in Australia. When you see someone who's homeless in Australia, they are normally frail or young or like you can see what like you know it's whereas here often it's just people who are not adequately treated by the mental health system oh yeah it's crazy people mm. but often they're still large or intimidating or like mm. really unpredictable you know passed out drunk on the street crazy people and i don't want to walk like you know they always say that the the standard you accept is the standard you walk by right and i don't want to be a person who like leaves a guy who's passed out drunk like on the sidewalk but you live token. in a city like this and you're mm. like, what am I going to do? Like, I don't know what to do. I'm scared. I, like, And I'm even saying that now, it, it feels terrible to say that. But mm. No, it is. It's, uh, yeah, no, it's not a, uh, it's not a good scene. <laughs> it's also a terrible lead for where this joke's going. Um, no, no, no. Uh, so anyway, my point was being that, like, I remember when the schizophrenic guy cut his head off. So the joke is, like, He's packed his bag. It's a, well, they've said that he changed personalities. Right. On, which means that the normal one put a machete in the bag. Yeah, but for... Why would he do that? Like, But well, why would he do that? And just say, oh, look, I, hope, I hope John doesn't... What, do you hate freedom? I hope John doesn't come along. That's what you hate. You hate freedom. <laughs> okay, let's move. Just was going to eat a giant steak. He was going to go on one of those steak eating competitions to get his picture on the wall. And I didn't even consider that. <laughs> My apologies. I didn't even think about that. My apologies to... What if the South up rose again <laughs> and he needed to defend it? What about that? Huh? <laughs> uh, there's dog shit everywhere in New York. It's as if first dates weren't awkward enough. I don't know where that, where that was going. <laughs> You're writing mad about you episodes. Oh, totally. <laughs> 1992. Uh, this, I don't know what this Why is. Why is there dog shit everywhere? Do people not curb their dogs? Don't dog? curb their dogs, yeah. Most people are pretty good with it. But, right. Um, it's because there's not a lot of grass either, right? Like, so there's a lot of no, They just shit anyway. Yeah. yeah. They just, yeah. yeah. The thing I like most about being a... <laughs> Yeah. This is I don't know. The thing I like most about being a prostitute is the heroin I can buy with the money I make from being a prostitute. I mean well, I mean that's it's a good way to get heroin. Plus it dulls the pain and the memories. Um yeah. Uh I don't know what this was. Uh my biggest fear is blood in penis. <laughs> Actually I think I do know what I think we'll talk about that off. Um, <laughs> talk about talk that off air. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, did you have blood in your penis? I'll, I'll explain. I'll explain later. Uh, deodorant choices are horrible. They you, are though, aren't they? You'd make a million. Of, you'd make millions of dollars if your scent was just called. Won't make you smell like a date rapist. You know what? A, that's pretty funny. But that's B, okay. here's what I'm going to say: is you're absolutely right. People are always talking about what's my fucking million dollar idea. Do you know what would be a fucking million dollar idea? Mm. Deodorant that smells good. Mm. Like mm. there is not, like it strikes me all the time that all deodorant, like, and I've like worked really hard to find one that I think is kind of barely passable and it, it all smells terrible. No. Aftershave smells fantastic. Why can't someone like come up with a fucking deodorant? This smells as good as aftershave, or even half as good. We call it half to shave. Half to shave. 
<laughs> see you later, finish guys. On half the show. That, I mean, we can't go on after that. I've got to call this episode half the show. There's been about five things I was going to call this episode, but I always like to name it after something if I can possibly as far into the episode as possible because, like, I, I feel oh, like there's at least a couple. So cynical. There's at least a couple of people who listen to know, like, they see what the name is, they want to know. Oh, you know. They want to hear Liam Neeson go, right, you've been, you know, you, I have a certain I've of been skills. taken. Like, they want to hear the line, right? Do you think that's the line from the movie? Is Liam Neeson going, I've been taken, despite the fact all the trailers suggest he's trying to stop a kidnapping? <laughs> that's fine. I didn't, I couldn't remember what the line Roy was. Roy Scheider's big line where he goes, Jaws. <laughs> I mean, either way, it's a big shark. I mean, how is he going to react? Well, I guess you could say, Chewy, the Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> all right, we're going to get out of here. <laughs> I think all movies are better when they say the name oh, of the movie. Totally. And I love it. I always feel, it's always like when, do you know, when you see um, the episode that they've cut the opening credits from? Oh, yeah. And you're yeah. like, oh, my God, that's the bit from the... That bit's famous. Right. <laughs> right, yeah. That's, that's what I'm like. When I hear someone go, well, it looks like this is irreversible. <laughs> like, wow, that's the name of the movie. Come on, you're being paranoid. Wow, oh my God, that's what it is. Well, I guess yeah. there's only one way to describe this activity as paranormal activity. <laughs> <laughs> Sure has been nice to visit this police academy for citizens on patrol. Colin, 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 citizens on patrol. Colin, and then a guy called Col- Colin, yes. Colin? Oh, citizens on patrol. Oh, man. I could do this for the rest of my life. This could honestly be, so what's that you got there? Oh, Schindler's List. <laughs> oh, my God. Even in that. Sure has been a crazy weekend at Bernie's. Am I right, guys? I mean. (laughs) So good. So good. You're a real midnight cowboy when you think about it. What? Hey, guys. um, What month is it? And uh, where exactly in America are we? Uh, That'd be August, Osage County. (laughs) Well, but also just really hacky. Like, it's at the end of the movie, it's just like a guy sitting on a porch. Well, it's true what they say. This is no country for old men. Staring straight down the barrel of the camera, finishing with a wink. Ding! Hey, uh. Hey, Iris. Hey, Devin. Um. <laughs> I think I know where you're going. <laughs> That name, no, that name choice, I don't know. Well, if you do know where I'm going, well done. But Devin, I don't know where Devin came from. Hey, oh, Devin. Okay. <laughs> no matter uh, what happens, this is how we're finishing the episode. This is the last thing people hear. Hey, Devin, it's uh, January 22 next week. <laughs> really? January 22 already? Yeah. You know what that means? Yeah, I know what that means. 12 years of slave. <laughs> <laughs>